You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The 100 After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The 100 After Show. I love part. how you mime that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I, I like love this. It so much. This is the CW anthem, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hundred here at After Buzz. This is episode nine, Unity Day. Yep. Do you feel the unity? I feel it. You know, it's like we're one. We are. I was just threat- uh, accusing him of stealing my <laughs> pen, guys, because I'm like, I have a bunch of these, and um, I'm missing some. Um, well, I mean, just because they came into my possession doesn't mean I stole them. I'll return them all when they're out of ink and you don't want them anymore. Whatever. Disclaimer, I have a little cold today, just so if you guys are like, why does she sound like that? I have like all these little cough drops and stuff. Don't judge me. It's one of those days. No judgment over here. (laughs) So let's just jump into this. What did you think about this episode? Unity Day, episode nine. I thought it was really good. A lot of stuff happened. It was crazy. A lot of stuff I didn't expect to happen. What about you? Um, I sort of, because Twitter, all the East Coast fans uh, ruin everything for me. So everything was like, oh my gosh, starting off with a bang. (laughs) You guys are the worst. (laughs) But you're the best, but you're the worst. No, see, and I have like practically everyone I know because I'm Uh from New York or from the East Coast is in the East Coast. So whenever like a show's about to come on that I like, I just tune away from my phone for like an hour or two or three, ideally three because we're three hours behind. Yeah. And I just don't, you know, watch anything. I just like, hey, I'll wait. You're a better lady than me. I'll tune in with them later. <laughs> but, of course, um, you know. The- so, yeah. Um, it gets started off with uh, the whole Unity Day celebration, both on the Ark and also uh, on the ground. The kids yeah. are partying. The Ark people are essentially having a pageant with kids and flags and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, then I guess they go over the meaning of Unity Day. Yeah. And Clark and Finn, of course, are doing their thing. Like, they're just being them. Mm -hmm. Like, where Raven is always watching them, and they seem to be, I don't know. Flirting, hardcore. There you go. Flirting, Uh. hardcore. (laughs) When Finn has a girlfriend and Clark isn't supposed to Uh, be in that mix like that. She seems to be constantly, like, shooing him away. Like, every time he's like, hey, Clark, you want to go make out? She's like, hey, you have a girlfriend. I'll talk to you later. But he does. He never gets the hint. Well, I feel like it's always innocent stuff. Uh huh. But it looks so much more than what it is. Right. And so it just always gets Finn in trouble. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Um. Yeah. I mean, usually it's Raven watching from afar, never really knowing what's going on. But the, like, even in this moment, they were talking about essentially what the the meaning of Unity Day was and peace between. Uh, nations and stuff like that. But from Raven's perspective, it was just all like, oh my gosh, 
were, uh, I don't know, getting giggly. Um, <laughs> which now I like to imagine uh, her walking in on them and it always being a compromising situation. Yeah. Like uh, she walks into a tent and they're like, no, we're just playing Twister naked. You're funny. <laughs> it's not that bad. But, I mean, they just always have something going on. Yeah. I don't know. It's just odd. And, of course, here we go. Octavia in the very beginning is, like, oh, sneaking yeah. off somewhere to meet her boyfriend, mm-hmm. Lincoln. Down and dirty in the cave. I know. That was very interesting. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Well, I liked that uh, even though they're in this dink, dink, dirty cave, there's still, like, a fur laid down. There's a fire going. It's super romantic. <laughs> In the middle of, like, the farce. Yeah, right? I know. No, it's very interesting. And there's... What what happens next? They um, go ahead, and they're having, like, their secret makeout, and here comes Finn. Oh, yeah. Finn sneaks up, and uh, he essentially confronts her about letting him go and starts to try to broker a peace between uh, the two factions, essentially, the 100 and the uh, Grounders. Yeah. Uh, and Finn is just always... I like his character and the fact that he's just always want to make peace. Like, yeah. he's been stabbed in the chest. Mm-hmm. He's been close to death. He's been poisoned. <laughs> and by the same person that he wants to make peace with. Yeah. That was my favorite uh, line, one or one of my favorites this episode, where the grounder's like, I stabbed you. And he's like, well, if we can get along, I think everyone can get along. No, that is true, though. Yeah. Would you get along with someone who stabbed you? Um, it might take a little bit of time. Uh, a lot, a lot more time than it took Finn, uh, because he is a better man than I. He's you stab me, we might need some time apart. <laughs> That's funny. Let's go to the arc now. The arc is very has a lot of stuff going on. It's very oh, interesting yeah. this episode, and I I didn't like this. I it's so crazy because I wrote down like Kane was being so mean to his mother uh-huh. in one breath, and then in the next instant there is this huge explosion uh-huh. on the arc. Yeah, and of course like. His mom, unfortunately, passes away. Yeah. And it just makes you think, like, I just felt like, dang, you know, sometimes I'm a little, like, you know, blow my mother. <laughs> but God forbid, like, something like that happens, you know? Like, yeah. it just makes you feel, like, awful. Because I was like, Kate is so mean. Like, he's just so... <laughs> and then something like that happened. And his mom is just like, can you take this Bodai tree back to Earth? Right. You know? Such a small request. I know. And he's just like, mm, whatever, Mom. I have bigger things to do than to worry about your little tree. And then this crazy explosion happens where um, Jaha's making a speech, telling mm-hmm. them, you know, giving the people hope, of course. Right. And in the next instance, half the people were blown away. Oh, it was so sad, especially when, like, uh, you see all the kids strewn yeah. about and all the flags that they were holding. It just, it was a very merciless scene, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, ugh. Ah, like I'm shaking just thinking about it. I know. And then of course, I love how Kane immediately goes, This is a coup. Yeah. Did you did you catch that? Yeah. Like he knew immately that it was Diana. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you think it was her? Oh yeah. You Especially just knew? because she was uh her her little remark when Jahad finished his speech, she's like, Oh, he finished his speech early and then she saunters off right before the explosion. Um, um, I was like, she witch. She- so, oh, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. So the explosion is really supposed to go off as soon as he finished giving the speech. Hmm. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't think the arc was going to be halfway blown the bits. Yeah. I, I'm just saying it was just, there's a lot of action. And so we go back towards the ground now. Um, 
we see that Clark ag- agrees to meet with the Grounders um, mm-hmm. leader. Yeah. After Finn talks to her about the whole peace thing. Well, he goes, you know, he makes the whole to-do with Octavia, then he goes back, and, right. you know, of course, he they... Do you think Clark's the leader, or do you feel like Bellamy's the leader? Um, I think that Bellamy is the... He's like the figurehead. Like, everyone kind of uh, flocks to him as the leader, but she's actually the one who's really getting things done. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in a way, they're both kind of two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Coin. That's a thing. Thing. Um, but um, I think that when it comes, if it came down to brokering peace, it would definitely be a Clark matter as opposed to Be- uh, Bellamy because he is kind of violent. Yeah. And so I found it very interesting that Clark just didn't really trust what um, Finn had to say. Like she was just more like, why do you want to do this? I don't think it's a good idea. I believe in the bullets. And then she right. tells, you know, she agrees to it, but then she she definitely goes back and she tells Bellamy, like, look, I need you to get the guns and follow us. Yeah. Would you have done the same thing if that was, like, your situation or predicament? Um, I kind of, because I, I'm a realist. Like, the optimist in me would be like, yeah, no, we everyone leaves their weapons. We, we broker some peace. Mm-hmm. But, like, they already have this rich history of, like, essentially killing and maiming one another mm-hmm. um so as much as you'd like to want to as much as you'd like to want to trust them mm-hmm. uh there's no chance in hell that i would leave at least some kind of backup yeah see and that's true but i feel like bellamy is a little just aggressive yeah <laughs> and um I don't know if I would have been like bring guns i don't know it's just it's hard because you don't you don't know what you're stepping into but at the same token, you want to um, make sure that you're protected. Yeah. And so, of course, Clark tells Bellamy, Bellamy needs to get the gun. So he has to tell Raven. So then Raven wants to come and then Jasper's in there with Raven. Right. So now it's like this big family affair thing where yeah. there's supposed to be like two people and a backup. Right. It's like five of them. And they go out, of course, and they meet with uh, the leader of the Grounders. Uh-huh. What did you think about the the leader? Uh, I thought um, until, I guess, the moment that she was face-to-face with Clark, she seemed really weird. Like, there was this bump on her shoulder that made her look <laughs> kind of like she had an elongated neck and, like, a, a, a hunch. And so it, it, and maybe that was the effect that they were going for to make her seem slightly off. I, I didn't like her makeup. I thought she looked, like, like very, um, I don't know. <laughs> there's, a, there's a word for it that I can't even, like bring into words but she just had a very let's just say that she had a very unique look yeah well i mean if you think of it as like war paint though then it's like ah you know her face can kind of blend into the surroundings except for the gold and all that stuff it just had her looking very indigenous which i don't mind you know it was just it was just interesting it was very interesting which again every time i meet a grounder and they speak it always surprises me how like I guess American English they speak. It's like their their vocal patterns. Something like stoic. All right, go ahead. No, like their vocal patterns never match uh, their look. Like um, even Lincoln still has kind of like a higher register to his voice, and he speaks like me. But I would have expected him to be gruff and maybe a little more like I guess direct and soldiery. Maybe he was an American before like everyone got wiped off the earth. I guess so. I mean we. I don't think we know exactly where they've landed. I know, but you know what's very interesting? Um, when they were 
on back on the ark and they were having the unity day ceremony kind of thing they had all the little kids yeah as these stations going around in a circle mm-hmm. and i really wanted to finish hearing like what their story was before everyone got blown to bits yeah it was interesting to see like each country was a different station right they were like 12 stations evolving around something in the middle what was the middle thing um i, I think she was just the storytellery person like i um, yes. Uh, just a storyteller. Yeah, I Wait, think she represented she? Unity. Okay, she was Unity, yes. and we had the 12 stations, which were 12 countries, apparently. Right. What about the other uh, co- I feel like, how many countries do we have in this world, and they only made 12? Um, well, Finn made a, a note that, I guess, 13 other uh, stations had been blown up before all yes. the stations came together. Yeah, um, but that's still is, 26. Yeah. Where's the other 100? I mean, come on, Africa is like 50 countries by itself. They ain't got no space program. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) When keeping it real goes left. Oh. So, since we are talking about the arc, let's talk about how, of course, like how you said, it was so obvious that it was Diana. Yeah. Kane automatically realizes that. And it's just like this ongoing coup. Like, we see uh, Kane interrogating, ooh, I lost (laughs) my pen, guys, the so-called bomber. And, uh, of course, Kane gets somehow he's interrogating the guy next thing you know the guy's unloose you know untied it he's oh yeah struck cane he's on the floor and he's locked inside to die mm-hmm. and i'm just like wait whoa slow up <laughs> back 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 up what's going on so this is like not only a coup i feel like it's the ultimate coup that diana's been planning for a long time oh yeah you know like it's just a lot um yeah it's it's definitely been the long con like it's a, at a certain point jaha is lists out all the thing that she all the things that she had done. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, she had gotten him shot. She <laughs> had um essentially and the same guy who was blamed for the bomb is the same one who was um basically causing a ruckus when Jaha was trying to reveal the truth and get everyone together behind him about um acknowledging that people are on Earth. Exactly. Um, so I don't know. It it was just I don't know. It was a lot going on this episode. (laughs) I had to go like, wait, let me get all of this down. Like, it was just a lot to take in. And for it to not even be the finale, I just feel like it was very action-packed. Yeah, it was. And I mean, we have, of course, uh, Diana, who's trying to escape on the Exodus ship. Mm -hmm. And the Exodus ship, I don't know, they keep saying they have these pods that that are supposed to bring people to Earth. Right. And then the Exodus ship is, I guess, the mother of those pods or something. Right. And Uh, it's just like the biggest one. I think so. Um, I think it's like the main one, and there are smaller uh, dropships like the ones that the 100 came down on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in order in order to bring that one back to Earth, they had to essentially, since they had already crippled um, the Ark's mainframe with the bomb, they had to essentially divert all the power to that one, making it the I only know. functional uh, ship. And that was crazy because then as they like moving away, you see like the arc is like slowly like did, like yeah it's dying. I I didn't want to say that, but that's what you just see the lights go up. Yeah. But before all of that happens, we see Abby's on the ship on the Exodus. Oh yeah. And she's like a self-sacrificing little lamb, if I should oh. say, because they need to open the door in order to op- you know open the door, but then the pressure is too much, and right. I guess Abby hits the pressure button and allows the door to be cranked open a little bit mm-hmm. but in the end we see that diana and jaha are are going back and forth right talking about well you lied about this well you tried to kill me well everybody's not gonna make it well so what you you know like all of this yeah. just like kitty stuff 
for lack of better. I mean, it's big situations. I mean, yeah, but it's still kind of petty. Yeah, it's it's uh, petty in the in the in that stream of the moment because it's just like okay, if she leaves with her ten people on this ship, all two thousand people are gonna die. Exactly. All, not even the seven hundred that could make it would make it. Right. And <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like she's trying to sway all these people who are helping Jaha by like revealing the truth. Exactly. Um, but it's like, well, I get what you're saying, lady. But what you're doing is sacrificing everyone. Exactly. Which is just like, really? So so as opposed to saving the 700, you should just save these 10? Right. Like, that's so messed up. Um, but in the end, it's one guy who is on the side of the um, Ark who mm-hmm. goes, I want to live. Oh. And he pushes himself through and, and breaks whatever the, the – whatever what did the, they have? Like, it was like a something. jack. Yeah, um, something to hold the like – yeah, a, the jack the door open. Yeah. What and, do they call those? Jaws of life. They have, like those. <laughs> Is that what it's called, for um, real? Yeah, like in cars. When you're stuck in a car, you get the jaws of life and it rips the door off and it's um, awesome. That's what it does look like. But um, I didn't know it was called Jaws of Life. <laughs> so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We learned, I learned something new today. The more you know. <laughs> jaws of life. So, let's go back to the ground, because there's so much going on at the ground. We see that um, Clark and... Did they ever say the name of the leader for the grounders? Um, I believe she introduced herself as Anna. Anna, Or No, I'm a liar. Anya. Anya, Anna. Yeah, Anya. Anya. Okay, all right. Whichever. I don't think she (laughs) minds. I don't think she she would um, kill you for that. Oh, she would. But they're meeting on the ground. And Anya actually has some very good points about um, the 100. And Mm -hmm. she's like, you know, you guys started this war. And really, they didn't mean to. but, But it did, you know, when they're like, you fired that, you know, bomb to kill off the village. She's like, oh, that flare that we were trying to tell the people that were still alive. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, well, you guys stabbed this. Wait, what did she say? She said something else. Like, you guys did something else that was really valid. Um, well, they, she was talking about how they had captured and tortured Lincoln as well. Yeah. But then they had, like, killed 10, hun- ten of the hundreds. Yeah, so, right. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like, tomato. eye for an eye. Exactly. <laughs> At this point, it's like, eye for an eye. Like, seriously. But, um... It's just very interesting because they seem not to be meeting eye to eye. Yeah. But they were able to talk and just at least, you know, talk about some of the issues and mm-hmm. be able to say, well, you know, how can I trust you? Or what do you think? Or da 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 da. And then we see um, crazy ass Jasper in the <laughs> back. I Can I tell you something? I thought that he was probably eating berries again. That's what I thought, too. You thought that, too, right? Yeah. Because everybody was like, um, I don't see what you see. And he's right. just looking at his rifle. And, I mean, what he sees is accurate. But it was just very interesting that no one else could see it but him. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is also, when he goes in to talk to Raven, he is obviously drunk. And they're like, all right, let's bring this drunk guy uh, uh, okay. to shoot with us. See, he was under the influence. Yeah. But maybe being under the influence for him worked because everyone I mean, else should have saw that. Right. I mean. And he was a really accurate shot. Yeah. So that's crazy. I know. So under the influence just works for Jasper, whether it's <laughs> hallucinogen berries or alcohol. Right. Wherever. I don't even know. How do they get alcohol? Do they make that? Um, Monty made it. Wow. He uh, pays attention, guys, because I didn't see that part. (laughs) I was too busy looking at something else in that moment. But, yeah, so Jasper, (laughs) who looks like he's hallucinating, jumps out, Mm -hmm. and he starts spraying. Yeah. 
as he sh- he's shooting, spraying. I don't know if you guys knew what that mean, what that <laughs> meant. But I um, he's spraying the gun, and like everybody's, you know, just it's like a huge fight, war, right. battle, whatever you want to call it, going on. Yeah, chaos breaks out. And exactly. Like the grounders start firing their arrows. Like he starts killing them in the trees, um, and then basically the leader of the grounders gets hit, and it's war. Exactly. And everybody's running and it's just a hot mess. So now we know officially the ground is versus the hundred. There is going to, there's a war that's going to go down. Right. Because that just officially made it even more official. If it wasn't official before, it's official now. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Put a stamp on that one. Exactly. So everyone's running back to camp. We see um, back on the ship on the Ark that the Exodus is launched. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody's just kind of like up in arms. I feel like the ground is going crazy. The arc is going crazy. Yeah. I don't know how much crazier it can get. I mean, there's so much. I mean, I think there's a lot more to be uh, explored because the grounders, we don't know how many there are. And they could probably take out the hundred in an instant. Exactly. I mean, in one whole raid. And who knows? They're probably planning it right now. Exactly. And then... um we see the hundred finally. Oh, not the hundred. What should we call them? Because they're really like the five. Right. The five main people out of the hundred. <laughs> we see the five like come back to camp and everyone's out of breath. And, you know, we see Octavia leave her, her boo, yeah. Lincoln. It was like a whole Romeo and Did Juliet Did you see the whole thing. jealousy thing going on then? Um, yeah, that was cute. Yeah, like Bellamy wanted to kill Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Yeah, Bellamy wanted to kill Lincoln. Raven wanted to kill Clark because you saw when he when Finn held her hand. Yeah. Um, who else got jealous? Oh, Jasper um, wanted to hurt Lincoln too because he he really likes Octavia. Yeah. I just felt bad. It's like all these huge love circle <laughs> things going on, underlined stories. Yeah, but at the same time, guys, there's, there's bigger bigger fish to fry. Bigger fish to fry, and and speaking of bigger fish to fry. Um, towards the end of the episode, we see what looks like the Exodus, mm-hmm. which is coming down early with a whole lot less people than thought, you know, that right. we thought were going to come. And it looks like it's funny because Clark goes, um, I don't see parachutes and she doesn't see mm-hmm. something else. Mm-hmm. And it almost looked like it was crashing and it was like another atomic bomb or something. Right. What did you take from that? Um, I thought it was, it was like the most hopeful and, uh, sad moment of her life. Cause she saw the ship and she's like, oh my gosh, my mom's on there. Exactly. And then, uh, as it's falling and plummeting to earth without any kind of, uh, stops, uh, every bit of hope just drains from her face. Yeah. Um, and I mean, understandably so, because she thought that one, I mean, they'd have reinforcements, especially now that this war was going on. Yeah. And then uh, all of that in one fell, boom, uh, was gone. Boom, and then it was gone. So let's jump into predictions. Yes, we shall. <laughs> and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So, do you want to go first? Um, yes. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to assume that, um, that some of the people from the Exodus uh, are alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably Diana because she is evil and evil never dies. <laughs> Need evil for the next episode, right? Right. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna assume that everyone on the Ark uh, will be freezing to death, and they're gonna have to deal with it. OMG, that's so devastating. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to predict that yes, there's gonna be a lot of survivors from the Exodus. Um, they're gonna be banged up. Yeah. A little bit, a lot. I'm not sure. 
And I think that Anya and the Grounders are going to be ready to take that ship down immediately. Oh, yeah. You know, because, I mean, I wonder if they messed up another village or something. Because I didn't realize that either from before. Yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't know until this moment, I think. And then, yeah, because uh, there was no way to know that the missiles or the flares had uh, destroyed anything. I mean, as far as we had seen, they were just kind of hanging out in the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like the grounders are going to be ready to attack. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like the people inside the ship are going to be ready to attack, too, because she took mostly soldiers with her. Yeah. And um, it's going to go down. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for the next episode. Should be good. It should be great. Um, oh, two things. Uh, YouTube people, thank you for correcting me. Bellamy is, yes, somewhere between 21 and 25. Uh- I'm wrong. I'm the worst person in the world. You're I apologize. Not, but he didn't look like 15. I mean, in fact, <laughs> well, Tavia is 15 and he was born, she was born when he was at least seven. I had made an assumption um, because he acts like <laughs> a five-year-old. Um, uh, but I didn't say it, y'all. Your graces. Don't you. come at me. <laughs> you said it, not me. Um, and also, everybody probably knows, but uh, season two has been, it's been renewed. <laughs> so, yes. We will be back. <laughs> we will be back next season. I can't believe the season's about to end, though. I know. it's uh, And it's just, like, getting exciting. And so ugh, we're going to have to wait again. Again. Well, guys, that is our show. Thank you for joining us. I didn't get to say this in the beginning, but I'm your host, <laughs> Chloe Onyx. You can find me on Instagram at Chloe Onyx and on Twitter at Chloe Onyx 11. Uh, and I'm Tari J. Miller. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Yeah. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.